0: and welcome to Emma's ESL English. Here we are. It's the end. (sighs) Okay, for this last episode, I wanted to cover a student's question. So this came up in one of our conversations and I thought it was really interesting. Not surprising because I'm studying Chinese. I'm always interested in the differences in how things are explained in Mandarin and English. And it's often very, very different. And this is one of those circumstances. So my student said, I'll let the me from tomorrow handle it. And I was like, what? (laughs) How, uh, what? This idea that we don't have to do something now or we don't have to worry about something now, we're gonna let our future self deal with it. We're just gonna leave it to them and trust that they can figure it out. Wow, I love it. I love it so much. It's such a great idea and it's such a great way to get that idea as well. I love it so much. So, of course, then I started thinking, do we have this in English? And the short answer is no. (laughs) No, we do not have this in English. I think this is a great demonstration of how tenses and philosophy are different in China and Taiwan compared to in the West. Because this phrase both encompasses the way that tense works in Mandarin and also the philosophical way that people think about time and about people in time in Asia. So this is very interesting. (laughs) But we don't have to go into all of that today. Don't panic. Don't panic. (laughs) The first thing that struck me about this, if we're trying to think of how to say it in English, is that I don't think we have this idea of a future self in English. Of course, philosophically, we do, but we don't exactly have a specific future tense. Although we have a lot of tenses, that we use to talk about the future, we don't actually have a future tense. We do talk about and prepare for the future, but as you'll see from today's phrases, we, this human form, are not explicitly in that future when we're in those phrases. The future exists and the world exists in the future, And even our stuff exists in the future. But I couldn't think of anything, any phrases that put me in that future. Which when you start thinking about it is really, really weird. Why? Why don't we exist in the future? What is happening? (laughs) And this is one of the reasons I love teaching. Wow. Mind blown anyway. So today we are going to look at some idioms and phrases that we do have to talk about the future in English. First of all, money, Hmm. money, money, money. We definitely have the idea of saving money for the future. Although we're never actually spending the money when we get to the future or now. For that matter. (laughs) So my parents always told me, take care of the pennies and the pounds will take care of themselves. I think this is the idea that you should pay attention to the little things because they can add up to a lot. The second one is to save for a rainy day. In this case, the rainy day is a metaphor for bad things in the future. Maybe you get sick. Maybe something goes wrong and you need money. Of course, many of us get so stuck on this idea that we struggle to notice when the rain comes. (laughs) So we're just saving and saving and saving for no particular time in the future. Sometimes we're just resigned to the future. We feel that we have no control over it, so we're just leaving it to chance or fate or karma. What will be will be. This phrase appears first in English books in the 17th century and is published in Charles Dickens' book Hard Time in 1854. However, even now, English people will still use the original que sera, sera which is Spanish or Italian originally. And this is perhaps in part due to Day, a very famous singer, who released a song called que sera, sera in 1956, all about this idea. We just kind of say the phrase in English or sometimes even in Spanish, by itself, to mean we're letting go of the future, or letting go of the idea of trying to control it. Tomorrow is another day. This phrase is showing some hope for the future, that the future will be better. First, it appeared in an American magazine in 1857. It became famous after appearing in Margaret Mitchell's Gone with the Wind, which was a novel and then became a movie in 1939. It was later in 1951 that it became the title of a Bond movie. Tomorrow is another day. Only time will tell. Again, we're letting go of the future and waiting to see what will happen. The Americans have a phrase which means we'll reschedule to some point in the future because suddenly I'm busy right now. And that's, I'll have to take a rain check. We don't have this in the UK, perhaps because it's raining (laughs) all the time here. (laughs) So in America, this is a commitment to seeing you in the future. We do sometimes use American phrases in the UK, but this one hasn't caught on, probably because it would turn into, I'll never see you again, because it's always (laughs) raining. We don't really have a specific phrase for this in the UK. We just say, I need to reschedule. And then we have phrases where we're predicting or expecting something in the future. Like, it's a sign of things to come. For example, if we were talking about climate change, we might say, all this rain is a sign of things to come. This phrase is usually quite ominous. Pointing to something bad now and projecting that into more bad in the future. Someone might say, I think you're getting ahead of yourself when someone gets excited for the future. Maybe they think they passed the interview or they found their soulmate. Often we want to manage their expectations, slow them down. And of course we can get excited about the future you might hear kids say, I'm counting the days until Christmas. Or someone might say, I'm counting the days until I see you next. This means they can't wait to see you and they're really excited for the future. And finally the last three are about something that you do now that is going to have an impact on the future. The first, you reap what you sow, is the least common now and is considered a proverb, so it's quite old-fashioned. And although you might not hear people use it, certainly most people know it. The phrase has various versions from various versions of the Bible. It gives us the idea that something bad done now will grow into something worse later. I suppose in a way this is the closest we get to the idea of karma in the West, but in true Christian fashion, instead of the neutrality of karma, this phrase is definitely negative and ominous. Similarly, what goes around comes around is an updated modernized version. Perhaps slightly influenced again by karma, this is less negative, but still is often used to mean If you do bad things, bad things will come back to you. And finally, back around to our Asian start, we have actually a mention of karma. Although as I said before, people in the West learned the word, heard the meaning, and then sort of infected it with our own brand of cynicism. So we get karma's a bitch. Note bitch is a swear word, so keep this out of the office. (laughs) And again, we're focusing on the bad coming back and the idea that those who do bad things will experience bad eventually. So there we are. Lots of English phrases, idioms, and even proverbs about the future. As you can see from all of these phrases that we've talked about, there's not actually any people in the future. (laughs) Stuff is happening. The world is going on and maybe that person will get something in the future, but that person isn't actually in the future. We're usually talking about things coming back around, but we didn't project the person into the future, which is quite different from the Chinese original idea we started with of I'm gonna leave that to my future self. If you can think of any idioms or phrases that do project us into the future, then please do leave them in the comments because I couldn't think of any. (laughs) This is our final episode. I have decided to leave the podcast as it is for now. So the website will close soon and the YouTube videos will disappear about mid-March. But you will be able to find the podcast on Spotify, which also has video episodes, Apple and anywhere else you find your podcasts. Thank you so much for all of your support and kind words. I am so glad that so many of you have enjoyed the podcast and found it useful. I wish you all the best for the future. Thank you so much. Goodbye.